Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today pre-market podcast. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Wednesday, the 19th of April. And as usual, with all the information contained in this podcast, it is general advice only. So please do your own research. Contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this podcast. All right, well, let's go to the scores on the doors. And to be honest, they weren't very much in the scores on the doors department last night. A very quiet-ish night in the US as far as the index goes. Lots of results coming out. Netflix and Goldman Sachs amongst them, and we'll get on to those. But for the numbers, the Dow Jones fell 11 points, 0.03%, 33,977, slipping now below that 34,000 level. It had a high of 31 up and a low of 195 down. The Nasdaq was down four points, or 0.04%, 12,153. And the S&P 500 was the best of the bunch. No middle for diddle for this one, not for this baby today. Up 0.09%, four big points, 41.55. The VIX volatility index fell below 17. We talked about the VIX yesterday and the complacency level that we are seeing there. Down 0.7%, 16.83. Yet all the risks are out there. Anyway, we'll get on to more. European markets were better across the board. Stock 600 up 0.38. FTSE up 0.38. Germany up 0.6. France up 0.5. Spain up 0.5. Looking at US stocks last night, Apple was up 0.8. Meta down 0.4. Google down 1.4, Microsoft down 0.2, Amazon down 0.4, Tesla down 1.5, Netflix was up 0.3 ahead of the numbers. The numbers came out, uh, a little bit of toing and froing with the numbers, but in the end, uh, the sharp fall in Netflix on the numbers was reversed. JP Morgan up 1.1%, Citigroup up 0.8, Goldman Sachs falling 1.7% on their numbers, Bank of America was up 0.6 on their numbers. Wells Fargo up 1.4. And Block, the artist formerly known as Square, was down half a percent. ExxonMobil had a good night, up nearly 2%. And General Motors up 0.5 of a percent. Looking at the banking sector in Europe, UBS used to be smart, up 0.4. Deutsche up 1.9%. And Barclays up 0.4% as well. So we should see a little bit of uh, positivity coming from that banking sector today. Looking at commodities last night, we had Brent crude up 0.02 of a percent. 84.84 is the Brent crude price at the moment. US dollars a barrel. WTI $80.80, down 8 cents. Uh, We did see the gold price back above 2000. 2005, up 10 bucks or 0.5 of a percent. Platinum had a good night, up 2.9%, $30.58 up. Copper, up 0.6. Nickel, having a very good night, up 3.7%. Aluminium, up 2.2. Zinc, up 0.4. Lead, up 1.4. And ton, up 0.5 after that big rally on the news from Myanmar yesterday. Mining stocks overseas. BHP was up nearly 2%. Rio, up 1.7%. We had Freeport McMoran up nearly 2%. Alcoa up 3.3%. Tech 
down 0.7. Anglo up 3.3. Glencore up 1.8. Vale up 0.6. And Arbomile was down 0.3% in the lithium space. Iron ore pricing yesterday, were, saw, we saw a 1.7% fall in the iron ore price. Dalian futures up. Coal up slightly. And lithium down another 2.6%. Albemarle, as I said, was down 0.3 of a percent. But last night was all about US results. Goldman Sachs profit fell 19% as we saw deal making and bond trading slumping in the first quarter. Uh, investment banking activity remains extremely muted. This may have some bearing when we see the Macquarie numbers coming out, but certainly that is something to bear in mind. Um, the CEO Solomon said Goldman's overall results were solid and demonstrated the big bank's resilience. So uh, that was something. The Bank of New York, Mellon, also is weathering the banking turmoil. It reported total deposits for the end of the first quarter, beating analysts' estimates and assigned the bank weathered the turmoil well. Um, and the Bank of America quarterly profits higher than expected. First quarter profits beat estimates after its fixed Income traders delivered a windfall large enough to cover the rising cost of the bank's souring loans. Certainly that windfall from fixed income traders didn't eventuate at Goldman Sachs. Uh, revenue from fixed income currencies and commodity trading rose almost 30% to 3.4 billion US in the first quarter. That's the highest in a decade. So some good news there for Bank of America. Fox, the big news this morning, I guess, because we're all obsessed with Rupert Murdoch and Fox News. They settled their defamation case with Dominion uh, for $1.2 billion just on the eve of the trial there. So uh, that is interesting there. $1.2 billion uh, there. That was Dominion Voting Systems. Uh, that averted a high-profile trial. Uh, so that was announced at the last knockings. For that Netflix also numbers out last night got off to a slow start to the year it missed Wall Street estimates only added 1.75 million customers in the first quarter uh, investors were expecting around 2.4 million customers but it also talked about its password sharing uh, new system that they have been bringing in in some countries Canada uh, one of those and uh, it actually saw uh, its subscriber numbers actually rise surprisingly. So uh, that password sharing does seem to be working. Uh, the shares fell as much as 12% after hours, although it rallied all the way back again. It was only down around 1% uh, at the close, or at least around 5 o'clock New York time. In some uh, economic news last night in the US, March housing starts were down 0.8% month on month to 1.42 million, better than consensus of 1.41. And we also saw a couple of Fed heads out and about. They don't want to be out of the spotlight for too long. Let's face it, we had uh, Bullard and Raphael Bostic out and about, neither of which are voting members this year. So they can flap their gums as much as they like. Bullard said 50 basis points of additional hikes needed. Bostic stuck with the 25 basis point rise. He said he favours uh, interest rates uh, holding above 5% for some time to curb inflation that remains too high. Uh, Fed officials are expected to raise by 25 basis points when they meet the May the 2nd and 3rd. Uh, James Bullard 
He has been one of the most hawkish. He told Reuters that he favours getting rates into the 55 to 5.75% range. Luckily, he doesn't actually vote. Looking at local news, not an awful lot out so far today. Uh, we do have uh, the Woodside CEO, I think, speaking at the press club today. In uh, some of the broken news, fund managers are fearing a possible IAG, that's Insurance Australia Group, margin downgrade in the wake of Tropical Cyclone Gabriel. IPH has been upgraded to an ad from a hold at Morgan's, and that is after they uh, talked yesterday about the cyber incident and the remediation costs. Speculation Pepper Money is seeking to offload its prime mortgage business, and BHP upgraded to an ad from a hold at Morgan's, and Regal Partners initiated a buy at Potter's. In other news today, it looks like we're going to see some more uh, on the detail from uh, Labor, the Labor government today on its electric vehicle strategy, which is aimed at widening the use of electric vehicles available to consumers and greater use of low emission models. It is the third largest source of emissions in Australia, said the government, transport that is. They are looking or hoping to cut emissions by at least 3 million tonnes of carbon by 2030 and 10 million tonnes by 2035. It does look like it's going to be a quietish day again today. The futures are showing a nine-point gain after a 21-point loss yesterday. We may see a little bit of interest in the resource sector again. Those Chinese export numbers yesterday and Chinese GDP numbers pointing to a little bit of a stronger economy in China, certainly helping the likes of BHP and Rio yesterday and not so much the iron ore price, but we might get a little bit of interest in the commodity stocks again today. Nine points up on the SPY, and not too much else to get very excited about today, unfortunately. We are seeing those yields creep back up again, and we had the US 10-year 3.578, two years 4.2, Aussie 10 years 3.50%, Bitcoin was up 2.9%, the Aussie dollar 67.24, and the US dollar index was down 0.35%. But I suspect today it will be another quietish day, a bit like yesterday. Uh, Volume still relatively low, school holidays post-Easter, etc., and pre-budget. And, of course, we are expecting some changes in the budget on the petroleum resource rent tax, which is something I've talked about today, and its implications for Santos and Woodside in Henry's take. So have a look at that if you're interested in those two. But that's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening. Question of the day today, though, is with June coming up at the end of tax year nearly upon us, it's frightening how quickly this year has gone, are you looking at tipping out a bunch of stocks to crystallise those tax losses, and do you think we will see um, a widespread uh, June fall on the back of that occurring, especially in the small caps, maybe in the lithium space as well? But that's it. Thanks very much for listening. Have a great day, and as always, may the trading gods be with you. Uh-huh.